It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. The Bob and Zip Show with Dan Kelly. Yeah. Oh, oh, tonight it's fun. Bob and Zip Show with Dan Kelly. Okay, guys. Uh, whew. We have an exciting show tonight. We have a whole bunch of bits. We have a great comedian named Andrew who is not related to me. Wow. His name is Andrew Slater. And, uh, and boy, lots going on in the world. Uh, every 20, you know, we used to have a 24-hour news cycle. Now, every 24 minutes. <laughs> Pretty much. It seems like different things are happening. Yeah. I've kind of tuned out of politics a bit uh, because I already know how I'm going to vote. So mm-hmm. the same reason I wouldn't watch the end of a game that I had recorded. <laughs> I get, <laughs> if, get. You know what I mean? If I yes, woke that, up and uh, someone we, told me, oh, the Seahawks won. Okay. Yeah. Well, we call that pathetic apathy, Bob. Yeah. And yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> and I resemble that. But, uh, but uh, yeah, there is a lot going on. Uh, Justice Ginsburg uh, passed away. She did. And Republicans are surprising no one uh, with their hypocrisy. Uh, yeah. But they say it's not hypocrisy. And it's an interesting argument. Uh, they said uh, when Barack Obama was president and we needed a new Supreme Court justice in February, mm-hmm. that there was no way that we should do it in election year. We should let the people decide. Yes, and they're on record. Yeah. And, uh, and now here it is like uh, you know, 40-something days before the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and in fact, one of the Republican dudes said, mark my words, if this happens in the future and it's the other way around, you can Lindsey hold Graham. me to it. <laughs> that was Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Lindsey Graham. Yeah. yeah. Do do you th- do what a- do you think it takes to sandblast the egg off of that face? Well, oh, but here's the God. thing. Uh, you know, verbal gymnastics are a part yeah. of politics. It is. And you could say water is dry and the sky is purple and... Um, yeah. You have to be able to do it with a straight face to be a politician, don't you think? They can, they can, yes, and you can do the same thing with Joe Biden. You can find him contradicting himself on video and play it back to back. Oh, yeah. A, a, yeah. B. In fact, yeah. they they got the video of Joe Biden last time saying, uh, "What did he say last time?" There's, there's. Uh, now you are you working on your Biden impression? <laughs> oh, I don't do Biden. Oh, you mean by being forgetful? Yeah, yeah. yeah by clutching and. Uh, Not a joke, Jack. Anyway, so it to me, it's all nutty stuff. Uh, I'm not as uh, wound up about it. Yeah, Uh, I do actually have more faith in the Supreme Court than I do in our Congress or Executive Branch. Do you think there's only nine of them? (laughs) Well, (laughs) do you think Mitch McConnell could uh, could have waited for the coroner to call the time of death before he stepped in? No, no, no. There's no point. Uh, You know, the president is a busy man. He needs to know when the heart stops beating. And and Mitch McConnell, I'm glad you're here with us. Thank you. Thank you. Um, What part of this was tricky for you? Any part of it? Trying to remember three names: Ruth, Belter, the notorious. I I don't know. They gave her a rap name. Yeah, she was notorious RBG. Yes, there you go. The acronym helps. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes, but I mean, uh, in terms of how you play your strategy, I find strategy fascinating. Uh, I call it strategy. Yeah, strategy. Yes, tragic (laughs) strategy. I just do. I follow strategy. Yes, strategy. Um, Because. If you tick too many people off, you might yeah. lose some votes. That's just people. 
But if you, um, and, and here's the thing, remember last yeah. time a lot of people voted for Donald Trump because they said, well, we need to get him in there so yeah. that we can choose the su Supreme Court judge. Right. Well, and they knew the old girl was going to kick as well. You did know that. They did know. Jesus. I think the people knew that. So they, in fact, Obama tried to talk her into retiring early, but it's not a lifetime appointment. You mm -hmm. can suggest things to people. You can cajole like I can, did. Can I ask you a non-political question, sir? Sure. When you take a nap, yes. does your neck curl over your face <laughs> like a, a foreskin on a penis? <laughs> That's how interested uh, in politics I am right now. I, if someone oh, will set, if someone <laughs> will set up a GoPro, I'll take a look. <laughs> He's busy storing acorns for the winter. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, you right. got me, Bob. Yeah. So, look, here's the thing. If I was a Democrat and I had a Republican oh, Senate... In other words, if I was in this exact same position, and you had the house, but not the Senate, I, I could understand saying, "Well, we should let the people decide, right?" Well, uh, it depends on which, which party is in power, doesn't it? It does, right uh, but now, uh, but, the uh, but there's also there's a, apparently the Republican argument. And correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but I will. Is because the Senate is Republican. Yes. Thank God. And the and the president is Republican. That's different than when Obama. Uh, had, you know, it was February and Obama had a Republican Senate so they could block him. Yes. In other words, uh, it I wasn't going to go through anyway. It was just a yeah. show. Yeah. So, so in other words, that. I knew that. whoever's got the biggest bulldozer is going to mow the protesters down, basically. Well, we don't call it a bulldozer. Well, that's just insensitive. It's, it's a ball, <laughs> ball dozer. It's a ball dozer. Whoever has the biggest balls. We haven't had the big ball. balls. Okay. Yeah. I've got big balls. You've got big balls. ACDC <laughs> said it best. They said they did say it best. Yes, All right. Uh, thank oh, you. Could we have Ed wow. Kelly back? Yes, you may. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great uh, sentence. It really is. It's yeah. a little Thank too you. close for comfort. For comfort yeah. All of a sudden, I've got a scrotum under my chin. I don't know <laughs> a foreskin is what it was. Yes, a five skin practically at this point. With, all i got to do now, is get round glasses and the, fog them up. The nutsack is the scrotum, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> yes. Okay. And, and it's actually scrotus that we're replacing, I think. I, I, I can't believe, yes, a scrotus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was his nickname in high school? Nut, nutsack McConnell. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nutsack, get over here. <laughs> he got, I'm sure he got picked on a lot because right now he's taking he's exacting his pound of flesh on all his schoolyard oh, bullies. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. however it goes, I have to say, I started to say, yes. uh, before uh, scrotum face. Um, <laughs> look, I, I understand there's huge issues that drive people bananas. Yeah. Uh, on both sides, uh, abortion. Absolutely, is both sides. One of the bigger ones. Uh, healthcare. Healthcare. Uh, I don't think they're going to take away healthcare because, no, for the same reason, Democrats don't take away guns. Right. They can't. It just couldn't happen. No. Uh, and Roe v. Wade has been pretty solid. Uh, you repeal no. that. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to even? I mean, you want to say you want to repeal it? And you, you know, just like you want to stop illegals from coming in you know but, you, I, Bob, pol politics they say they want to do things it's a hot it's a really i i don't see that as sacred uh, on, from the republican standpoint in fact i see that as their mission 
Oh, you see because Roe v. Wade. They, yeah, no, no, mission. not Roe v. No, no, overturning it as their mission because they view it as murder. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Uh, They're very, very, it's all black and white. Well, if they overturn it, man, all bets are off on how crazy the country gets. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's, and that's the thing. It's fraught with, I don't want to be the boogeyman. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't want to be the, the, the purveyor of, of, of fear mongering. But, but it, you have some fear and you're mongering it. No matter. Well, it feels like it feels like a loose cannon is on the deck right now. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Speaking of fear, did you see that Biden ad, which is alluding to the fact that Trump's tax, payroll tax thing will drain Social Security by 2023? Well, there will be no funds left. Yeah, I mean, Security. nobody's going to do that, but technically that's where the money is supposed to go and we won't have the money i i saw a graph today that basically says that during these four years our debt is just going through the roof we have a printing press idiot <laughs> yes and they're just <laughs> and there's and by the way here's yes. the weird thing and this is what bugs me about democrats why aren't democrats railing on republicans for running up the deficit because, because they are they are in favor of running it up even more, Bob. Well, but not not. I think Trump has run it up more than any Democratic president. But they want every time that they more bring than, it up. more than since World War Two, mm -hmm. uh, and and they and of course it's the pandemic's fault. But since the pandemic was a hoax, how, how can, can it be the pandemic's fault? Right. Yeah. So, I, you know, if I were Biden, I mean, I, but I'm. If Biden were Biden, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's a show of confidence. No, but I, I mean, it, look, I think he's a great statesman. Yeah. Is he ready to go in the ring and fight Rocky? No. Not at the bait stage? No. Please. You might as well what put is, Adrian in there. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian! You can do that one. Get in there. You know I'm not the man I used to be. Yeah. Come on, do it for me, baby. You know, Sylvester Stallone, I met you once. I don't remember that. It was for the movie. Oh, shoot. What movie? Were you in Cliffhanger? Oh, uh, yes. yes. Cliffhanger was a Stallone movie. It was a Sylvester Stallone and Cliffhanger. Uh, and I got to meet you and several of the other stars. One really hot babe who was on Northern Exposure at the time. Yes. I, uh, I did her. her name? You did her. Yeah, of course you did. What <laughs> was her name? Janine somebody. Janine something. Uh, It'll come to me. It wasn't oh. Garofalo, I'll tell you. No, it wasn't Garofalo. <laughs> uh, although, you and her are about the same height. The, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. I cut off your head and shit in your neck, you piece yeah. of shit. The thing about uh, Stallone is that he's really short. And not, like the yeah, guy... You know, when I yeah. sit on my wallet, I'm much taller, Bob. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like the guy who played the dwarf in Lord of the Rings was super tall. Yeah. And so they had to shoot him against giant fake styrofoam rocks to make him look smaller <laughs> with an angle. And with Stallone, they would put you on a milk carton or, or, or a, what do you call those? Milk crates. A half apple. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. A full apple, which is a crate. It's not really a crate. It's a box made by, you know, the union guys. But they, yeah. they, they call it the apple. But, you know, <laughs> apple's a computer where I come from, you know. <laughs> You and Ozzy must Jeez. have a lot of time, fun talking to, to each other. I can't understand what he says. Yeah. He's <laughs> All, right. All right. So anyway, enough uh, politics. It's crazy, uh, crazy, the political <laughs> stuff. And it, it's driving me nuts, but it also, uh, I also feel like I'm being used. 
mm-hmm. since I'm being driven nuts because none of us are supposed to be this crazy. And uh, you know, I, I, you know, people will say I'm lazy because I'm not freaking out, but I just can't deal with it. Oh, uh, by the way, a plane carrying Vice President Pence uh, hit a bird on the way into New Hampshire and landed safely. <laughs> it Did took you see that? Bird. Then the bird was saved. No, the bald eagle was shredded. Oh, oh stop. Oh, I had to throw in that it was a bald eagle. Was it really? No. Other news today. Story? Yeah. That's a true story. It's a true know. story, actually. Breaking news. Elon Musk has promised a $25,000 Tesla. And Wow, um, that's almost attainable. Yeah, that's... Uh, unless you're in radio. Today, well, today, yeah. You do not trade. <laughs> Today was what they call battery day, or yesterday, I should say, the 22nd. And he always has a big announcement and talks about new battery designs, which he says will be out in probably 2022. Mm -hmm. Uh, Batteries that will go much farther. Right now, most Teslas do 300-something miles on a charge. But he said there's going to be a new sports car, the Model S Plaid, with a top speed of 200 miles an hour. Until the elastic breaks. 520 miles on a full charge. Wow. It's not the $25,000 car. That's uh, 140 oh. grand. Okay. Uh, but he said the $25,000 car will be um, a, a serious, serious car. Uh, fully autonomously driving. Really? Yes. And um, yeah, he, he teased it. He didn't give much more than that. Did you hear the story about the Toronto guy who was arrested doing 90 miles an hour asleep at the wheel in an autonomously driven car? Was it a Tesla? <laughs> yes. That's what it was. No. Yeah. I'd be tempted. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool to just check out and just <laughs> have the thing wake you up? You are here. Yeah. <laughs> Chances are you're not going to die. But anyway, Elon Musk doing that today. What else was on, on today? Uh, I got a couple of things you sent. Um, <laughs> oh wow! There's some there's some big big stuff here. Oh, yeah. uh, voting registration deadlines are coming up, but did you know there are some exceptions? The 2020 presidential election is on November 3rd. But did you know that there are different days you can vote depending on who you are? Specifically, if you believe the Earth is flat, then the election is on November 4th. If you have a bumper sticker that says, my child is an honor student, then the election is on November 5th. And if you say croissant instead of croissant, then the election is in France, and you (laughs) should probably move there and never come back. Now go out there and register to vote, even if you vote for Kanye West on November 6th. (laughs) (laughs) And with all the crazy differences between every state, gosh. Yeah. It's fearsome. Uh, I saw today one state was saying that if you didn't put it in the double envelope, there's a security envelope uh, inside. Yeah, the the double, yeah. And that roughly they expect 100,000 people won't. And so the first thought that that came to my mind, those people are stupid. Yeah, they, are. they don't deserve a vote. I don't even have to finish that sentence. Like, which candidate? I'm not going to say. I'm going to be polite. Yeah, you know, I had, that had not occurred to me, Bob. Yeah. You have that's so I like that rule. I think. Oh man, but uh, 
I'm going to, we're getting ballots, but I think I'm going to fill them out and then bring them in with yeah. a mask. Huh. Because I live in Vermont. There's yes, hardly any COVID here. Where do you go to uh, the uh, Hooterville Town Hall? Where do you go? Uh, so the Weathersfield um, <laughs> town offices, they're actually located. You know how in Vermont, every town has five names? Yeah. It's like Proctologyville. It's crazy. Uh, Felchville. Is it real town here? Is yeah. that part of Weathersfield, <laughs> Felchville? No, rubber it glove. It's right next to Rubber Glove. <laughs> oh, this has gotten off the rails no, here. Uh, the only fake one was Rubber Glove. The rest of them were all real. Uh, it's Proc- uh, what is it? Proctorsville. Proctorsville. Cockersville. Stand behind our work yeah. and our name. Uh, <laughs> and they're all just weird. They're old, must be stolen from Europe. Yes. Kind of names. In that part, you think? Yeah. So we ha- we vote at the town hall, and there's hardly anybody there. Of course. And I paid my taxes the other day, and, you know, they, they you had to knock, and someone comes out and takes the check, <laughs> which I think is really good. Uh, so, well, all right. thank you, Mr. <laughs> Rivers. <laughs> and by the way, uh, I, don't, I keep wanting not to talk about politics, but this is a cute story. Uh-huh. Uh, September 23rd is a special day. It's called Dogs in Politics Day. Do you know why, Zip? I do not. What, for which day? What, what? Uh, (laughs) September 23rd is Dogs in Politics Day. Ed, do you know why? Yes, I do. Go ahead. Well, that was the day I gave the checkers speech. Oh, oh, Richard Nixon. Remember? Uh, Yes. He gave his famous... By the way, that uh, checkers... So uh, I could call up the clip on YouTube... Or Ed, you could just do it for us. What was it? Would you remember what it was? And we're gonna keep checkers. It was a gift to my daughters, but I don't care what they say. So yeah. I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't hear it. So well, Nixon had accepted a gift, and he was being called out for taking a free dog from some country. Do you remember what country it was? I do not. I can no. look it up really. I quickly. read it earlier, and I actually printed it, but I didn't grab it off a printer. <laughs> Hang on a second. Uh, Bluetooth. I'm gonna just play it for you because I got it right here. Yeah. I sent you a link. Uh, here we go. Nixon's famous checkers speech. Uh, here we go. I love having YouTube right there. Right? I think. Great. If it's going to play. Ask Video courtesy of the Richard M. Nixon Presidential Library. Yeah. Oops. Why isn't it playing? All right. Hang on. You got to unmute it, I think. How do I unmute it? Slide up the bar on the left. Oh, I know what it is. It's going to my. Ah. It's going to a different issue. thing. Hang on. We leave all this stuff in, folks, so you understand that it's a, <laughs> the it's a real show without Total producers. transparency. <laughs> yeah. Total transparency. Okay, here we go. Richard Nixon's checkers speech. Okay. Coming at you now. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's the right matter at Ops, his entire career. No, it's right there. My fellow Americans, here we go. I come before you tonight as a candidate for the vice presidency. And as a man whose honesty and and integrity has been questioned. (laughs) Now, the usual political thing to do when charges are made against you is to either ignore them or to deny them without giving details. I believe we've had enough of that in the United States, particularly with the present administration in Washington, D.C. To me, the office of the vice presidency of the United States is a great office. And I feel that the people have got to have confidence in the integrity of the men who run for that office and who might obtain it. 
I have a theory, too, that the best and only answer to a smear or to an honest misunderstanding of the facts is to tell the truth. And that's why I'm here tonight. I want to tell you my side of the case. I'm sure that you have read the charge and you've heard it, that I, Senator Nixon, took $18,000 from a group of my supporters. Now, was that wrong? And let me say that it was wrong. I'm saying, incidentally, that it was wrong, not just illegal, because it isn't a question of whether it was legal or illegal. That isn't enough. The question is, was it morally wrong? I say that it was morally wrong if any of that $18,000 went to Senator Nixon for my personal use. I say that it was morally wrong if it was secretly given and secretly handled. And I say that it was morally wrong if any of the contributors got special favors for the contributions that they made. And now to answer those questions, let me say this. Boy, he's put me to sleep. Not it's one take cent here. of the $18,000 or any other money of that type ever went to me for my personal use. Every penny of it was used to pay for political expenses <laughs> that I did not think should be charged to the taxpayers of the United States. Oh, yeah. Nothing it changes. was not a secret fund. As a matter of fact, when I was on Meet the Press, some of you may have seen it last Sunday, Peter Edson came up to me after the program, and he said, Dick, what about this fund we hear about? <laughs> and I said, well, there's no secret about it. This is Go the same guy who said, I am not a crook when he was, was a yes, yes. Who are you calling and Dick? I gave him his address. And I said, <laughs> you will right, find... Let's get the freaking checkers. I didn't... Incidentally, that it's at the end. It's actually the very end. opposite number... Or the vice presidency I didn't know this was ticket? a 30-minute thing. <laughs> all I've heard is... Like all kids, love the dog. <laughs> Here we go. And I just want to say this right now, that regardless of what they say about it, we're going to keep it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whew! It was, wow. it was, you know, a game changer, though. It was Lauderdale's one. That was... Nothing changes. Everything stays... It's like, that was the early you know, 50s. He became the, the president... Truth? Of the United States, that that was just for vice president. And today, we celebrate Dogs in Politics Day. Today is September 23rd, Dogs in Politics Day. It commemorates Richard Nixon's famous checkers speech. But these days, you can't mention dogs in politics without thinking of all those low-down, dirty dogs in Congress and the White House who are peeing on the carpet of prosperity and humping <laughs> the leg of this great nation. Yes. Thank you, Shadow Stevens. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, and another big uh, story today. Uh-huh. Um, and is this part of discovery in the trial of Ghislaine Maxwell? I uh, don't think so. Okay. It's been announced that all of the passengers on Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs <laughs> are going to be named. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's going to be a serious who's who list, and we have this advanced promotional uh, piece about it. It's the biggest star-studded event of 2020. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs expected to appear. <laughs> Donald Trump. Run! Bill Clinton. I did not have aeronautical relations with that private jet. <laughs> Prince Andrew. It could not be me. 
I have no sweat glands. Stephen Hawking. I only rent for the black holes. It's Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> flight logs. If you're not on this exclusive list, you're probably not a scumbag. Now, listen to me. Why wasn't the cars invited, ladies and all your good, good sexual Lord. predator voices. Those are it's the greatest hits. Yes. Um, <laughs> so Stephen Hawking, obviously, Stephen Hawking was on it. Yes, was he really? Yeah, you know what? God. They put a lot of names. There, you know how many fake lists have circulated since that whole deal? That's why they're bringing out the real one to mitigate the uh, the guilt of the, oh, the people I see. who were alleged right. to be on it. Right, they tabloided the hell out of it. I read about um, Stephen Hawking's life the other day. Yeah. What an amazing uh, man. Yeah. For uh, being as sick as he was. Yeah. And learning how to write and, and the books he wrote, you know, highly respected scientific stuff. Yeah. And you try and get through one. <laughs> as a guy. Well, I, it, and by the way, there were three of them. I read the reviews and it says one of them could be read by dummies like us. Others will lose you really quickly. A brief history of time. I just he just lost. Yeah, me. that's I'm the sorry. one that was very hard to read. Yeah, I there's another uh, one that boils it down a little better. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> speaking of Richard Nixon, yeah. um, story out of Illinois. Uh -huh. A man in Illinois is celebrating the 60th birthday of a souvenir he has. Oh, <laughs> a sandwich. That he has kept frozen ever since it was half eaten by Richard Nixon in 1960. <laughs> Everybody has a tra one man's trash. That's Steve Jenny of uh, Sullivan uh, said he was a Boy Scout when Nixon visited the town of Sullivan uh -huh. in September 22nd, 1960 on a campaign stop. He ate half of a buffalo chicken sandwich which Jenny <laughs> took home and put in his freezer. I looked around and I thought... If no one else wants that, I'm going to take it. <laughs> it's brought him notoriety over the years. Oh, really? That In 1988, take? he made a guest appearance with the sandwich on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> no, no kidding. So, so you have a sandwich? Yes. Uh, and and where, where, did you, uh, where did you discover this? Well, uh, uh, you know. Richard Nixon running for president ate half of it, and I saw it just sitting there, and I figured it should be preserved. Well, talk about your government wasted work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's something. Mm, that's wow. something. Can you stick around, Bob? Mm. Uh, yes, I can. I can stay. Uh, yeah. Zip, I hear you have five cats. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, oh, before our Brutal. comedian arrives, uh, uh, last week I told the story of falling for advertising on Facebook. Yes. And crap. how if you click on something once, forget it. It follows you around all over the <laughs> the internet because of cookies. Why am I getting chicks with dicks ads? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if you missed the story last week, yes. I had bought a pair of Merrill hiking boots, which are my favorite. Mhm. Mm because an ad for them popped up in Facebook with a price that sounded too good to be true. Instead of the usual, you know, on sale for 85 or $90 instead of 110 Right. It was something like, I don't know, $49 or something. Mm. And I looked, <laughs> Recycled Timberlands. Well, <laughs> I looked to see if they had my size. They had my size. Of course they did. And all I had to do was click. 
I can't remember how I paid for them. It could have been PayPal. It could have been a credit card. Uh, you know, I, I'm not in the habit of buying stuff from Facebook because I think um, that Mark, Zuck, well, Mark Zuckerberg is the devil's spawn. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put you down as undecided. And, and I don't have any trust relationship with Facebook. Like with Amazon, I, I know they're also yeah. the devil's spawn, but they're... Yeah. They're super reliable devil spawn. Yeah, and the devil smiles at you from the box. Yes, he so does. you know. So anyway, the sneakers never came, or the, the hiking shoes, and I think I mentioned that to you. Mm-hmm. So I did further uh, research into it, and I found the confirmation email that said, "Click here to track your shipment; it's on the way." The email did not include the price I paid or how I paid for it. Hmm. It just said, you know, Merrill Boots and click here to track. And I clicked it to track. Uh oh. And it said it was delivered. Oh. Hmm. Via USPS to Springfield. And that's where my P.O. box is. So I thought, well, I mean, that must be delivered. And I sent, had sent, already sent them an email that I still haven't received. They said, please check your tracking. It looks like it was delivered. Please open the box and check it out carefully. And, oh and I don't have any box. So I go down to the post office. I end up uh, speaking with a nice person there who shall be nameless okay, and sexless. <laughs> well, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, and it's a very small post office. It is a boring morning show. It's yeah. nameless and sexless. <laughs> but this person yes. went, in, went in with the tracking number uh-huh. and pulled up a sheet. Oh, boy. Uh, about the tra- the, and it said it was delivered to Springfield, Virginia. Oops. Oh. <laughs> with a different postal code, zip code. Uh-huh. And I, and it and the address had nothing to do with my address. It was a whole different street and a whole. Di- in other words, it was very suspicious. And the, and and I said, "Well, can I have that uh, paper?" And she said, hey, "You could take it." Uh, he said, or she yeah. said, one of the two. They, they. Okay. Ne- nebulous pronouns are <laughs> yeah. as they. <laughs> and then I looked at the paper and it said, "Do not give this out to anyone but postal officials." Uh-huh. And the uh, package. Weighed 0.0 pounds. Awfully strange. Very strange. And it came via China Post. Uh-huh. China. And then the tracking <laughs> information, yes. half of it was in Chinese. Go figure. So when I clicked on Facebook to order Merrill, some company it. in China took the money yeah. and sent something to the entirely wrong address in the wrong state. And they have this, you know, and click here for instant 24-hour support. And so I've, I've written them several times, and they said, uh, and, and I, I took a copy of the U.S. Postal Service thing that says it went to the wrong state, mm-hmm. the wrong address. I mm-hmm. said, this is wrong. It did not come to me. And what I got back was a, a disturbing email to me. Because they had been so friendly. Until know. then. Well, right away, we'll refund your money and we'll get it right back to you. Here's a new tracking. No, not that. <laughs> it's, no, now, now comes the broken English. Oh, boy. We sorry. 
Oh, <laughs> oh Charlie. We will Here's discount check. fireworks coupon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yes. will check with you know somebody else. <laughs> we will check one from column A. <laughs> we will check and get B. back to you as soon as we find out something. I'm like, find out something. I just told you something. I told really, you. you need to know. It was a fraud. I, and so I wrote back. I said, this really uh, feels like fraud. I demand an immediate refund. Yeah. And of course, they won't give it to me. And then the person at the post office, a different person, also sexless, uh, yeah. said, <laughs> we've been getting more of this lately. Uh, mm. You know, you'll order something and you won't know that you're ordering it from China. And I'm like, Unlike Amazon, which at mm -hmm. least will let you return anything. Right. Part of their charm. This this is uh, shady. And oh, I, yeah, I yeah. can't call Facebook. I can't even click on something in Facebook to look at various orders I've made. No, there's no accountability. When Facebook advertises something. Independent. It's, it's just an ad. Yep. It's like Facebook introduces you to a strange person on the street yeah a guy with a couple <laughs> 4chan guy wearing a long coat <laughs> yeah doesn't doesn't amazon do that too when it says uh you know blah 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 fulfilled by such and such they do uh the difference with amazon is they will uh Stand like if you have a problem yeah. you you can get it uh, returned or canceled yeah. or whatever they have broken english uh too but that's usually from a millennial that didn't learn cursive yeah yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I'm out uh, and I may not be, I have to try the, the old credit card trick. Yeah. Which, they'll, if, they'll, if you're a good cut, they'll cover you. It's, if it, American express is uh, one of the best for that. Yeah. But now I don't. So here's the thing. I never got a receipt for how much it was. Oh boy. And I oh. never got a, um, a specific invoice. So I got to go through my credit cards and my PayPal and see if it, something looks like that. In other words, I have to basically hire a forensic team. You're, I'm going to say you're doing a forensic accounting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, live and learn, Bob. Well, be, be advised. My friend of mine told me something else. Yeah. We'll if it see. looks too good to be true. It probably is. Fuck it. I'm going to try anyway. No, that's the wrong answer. Shouldn't you have been tipped off when it said, congratulations, your two left shoes are on their way. <laughs> on their way. My left shoe. Oh. So I will let you know what happens, but basically I just want to tell anybody listening, I think you I don't buy anything off of Facebook. I've, no. I've n everything off of Facebook has been junk. Yeah. And that's the way it goes. Mm -hmm. right. So enticing, though, the pictures, and they don't always put it in context with something next to it that looks the same size that, you know, you can gauge from. So yeah. like your globe, it you know, looks great until it gets there. Yeah. I feel like I've been, you know, yeah. molested. Bob Rivers, <laughs> consumer advocate. He's on your side. Your side, side. Yeah. Your side. But at the same time, I don't want to dismiss <sighs> real molestation. <laughs> I don't. Oh wow! You know, all, all the people that flew on Jeffrey Epstein's plane were a different yeah. kind of a situation. So uh, anyway, that's that. Let's uh, check in with each of you guys before our comedic guest arrives. Andrew Slater is his name. Uh, I sent you the bio on him at the yes. very last minute. Did you check him out at all? I did. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I, it sounds to me like he's, I mean. Although when when the, you list blogging as a credit, I mean, I, it's becoming a different game. I feel sometimes out, you know, out of touch when I see right. that. 
because I've not embraced the new media the way that uh, someone his age would have. But Conan, Conan is no uh, small. Was it Conan or was it? Uh, oh, was where it? he's been? Um, yeah. Let me look and see what it was a big. Been. It was a big show. His bio is thus. Yeah, uh, started in comedy that. looking for the perfect funny line to open a biography. Since it. then, he just kept writing. Right. Uh, performed <laughs> on Last Comic Standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a new comedy special for Drybar, which is this big uh, yeah, I've comedy Yeah, I tried to watch Andrew on that. I think. Yes. Couldn't uh, make it happen, but I tried. <laughs> and he did uh, debut on Conan. Yes. Uh, performed sketch comedy for Comedy Central, wrote and blogged for the sports show with Norm MacDonald, which was on Comedy Central. Mm. Funny man. Yeah, so he's he's I mean, an interesting guy. I want to know what it feels like, even today, uh, for any comedian to stand next to the curtain and walk out on a late-night talk show. Wow. It... <sighs> You know, it's funny because uh, I remember when we did the Wang Center in Boston and uh, we were going to go out and do outside radio news. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a big deal for me, but this, the, the curtain at the Wang Center was sonically transparent and Andy Goodman, my boss, started to hyperventilate. Oh. And I thought, yeah. He was going could, out and he was hyperventilating before? Yeah, him. we were going out as a team doing oh. outside radio news as co-anchors. And I oh. said, Andy, Andy, you know, um, first of all, inhale and then slow your roll with your, your exhale. Mm. Secondly, you know, I don't have a paper bag, but think of, think in 10 years, will anybody remember this even if we suck? And it seemed to, I, I was that able helps. to talk him in off the ledge. Yeah, yeah. I always need that mm. too, permission to suck. When I'm nervous, <laughs> no, it's well, very important. Yes, um, improv is the willingness to fail. It's the five best five years of training and, I ever had. And I don't know about you, Zip, but um, I spent my whole career <laughs> sucking. No, well, <laughs> we could we could debate that, but yes. uh, no, being um, nervous, uh, having lots of uh, always pre-show anxiety. Yeah, uh, and really? uh, yes, oh, every day. And I, in fact, when I got my first job in a new market, Mm -hmm. after I left Zip, I don't know if he knows this story, I went to Baltimore. And when I arrived in Baltimore, uh, you know, I tried to get some sleep because 6 a.m. the next day was my first show in in a (laughs) major market. The horror of it all. And I got up (laughs) and I pounded a coffee because I hadn't slept much. And then I pulled out pulled into a parking lot near the radio station like mm. around the corner from the big towers and slammed I had to, a 40 ouncer <laughs> I, I had to get out of the car and barf that's how nervous i was oh, really yeah no kidding yeah and it's happened to me before it's happened to me on the way to work in seattle wow. and uh, something about once i crack the mic yes that most of the time not all the time but most of the time that just disappears and is replaced by you know, false bravado and confidence. That's why I relate to President Trump so well. <laughs> Just seeing if you're paying attention. I thought I was putting you guys to sleep. All right. No, no, no. I, I will say this about yeah. comics, though. I would hate, uh, you know, much like opening for somebody else or, or somebody opening for your act. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I would much rather just walk in and go on stage and not have any preconceptions about anything you know what i mean oh, not me. Isn't that much? no no comics no? need someone to warm up the well, well we're talking we have a, go, a great comic yeah. standing by to be our next guest stand by everybody andrew slater is an andrew and a comic 
who's not related to me. Uh, he's a wonderfully <laughs> funny guy who's performed on Last Comic Standing. Uh, he's got a comedy special for Dry Bar that you can see. He's uh, also been on Conan, which we were just talking about. I want to ask him about what it's like uh, to do that. Uh, he's also done a lot of work for Comedy Central uh, and worked with Norm MacDonald, who's, uh, I funny idolize man. Norm MacDonald and am yeah. a little afraid of him at the same time. So <laughs> uh, let's welcome Andrew Slater to the Andrew. Bob and Zip Show with Ed hey. Kelly. Yeah. Fellas. Andrew, let me get your levels right. You, you, did, you There you oh. are. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yes, yes, just fine. Okay, great. Yeah, I was going to say, not related to you that we know of. <laughs> True. <laughs> There's been no DNA test done. So yes. Just putting Al that out there. Although, um, you're... <sighs> I'm not sure my own son is related to me until we, <laughs> <laughs> until wow. we do a DNA test with wow. Christopher this Titus. Sounds, you know I mean? yeah. We could do a whole Maury Povich episode here. Yeah, really. Seriously. It's true. Answer some questions. So, Andrew, uh, I, I want to zero in on one thing first, because uh, you have done the cool thing, which is to be on the uh, late night show with Conan O'Brien. Yeah. And, uh, and these days, uh, is it still, I th well, you wouldn't know being younger, but... It, that's always been the pinnacle of any career uh, to get, you know, it used to be Johnny Carson. Right. Right. I want to know how you got the call for that and what it was like standing, you know, next, if there's a curtain next to the yeah. curtain and getting ready to oh, come it's out. It's so funny you bring up that curtain because uh, when I, at least when I did it, my experience, you don't meet Conan or Andy or anybody before the show. And I had never done the show, of course, so I uh, had never met them. And so you're just kind of in this green room, uh, you know, dressing room in the backstage area. And there you see a few writers milling around and stuff, but you don't ever see Conan. You don't ever see Andy. And so literally I'm standing in front of a big curtain and the, and the show is shot the way it appears on TV. So, okay. you know, they do the monologue and everything's happening. So I'm watching on a monitor. And, and it's a bit of an homage to Johnny Carson, wouldn't you say? Because Conan obviously uh, idolized uh, Johnny as well as yeah. everybody. Did. And I, yeah. Yes. And I, and I would say one thing that's similar is they, they, what happens is what happens. Like they don't retake anything. Mm. So there's no like, Oh, we screw that up. Let's redo it. It's like, it's as if it's live because they're like, well, this is just going to be the show. So whatever happens is goes. And they told me that ahead of time. So like if something happens, if you fall down or, you know, you forget your jokes or, you know, somebody has a heart attack, you just roll with it. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> you know, don't just, yell cut. <laughs> right. Cause we're not cutting. Yeah. And I, all I remember is I'm standing backstage and I'm, you're by yourself and there's these two sort of, Teamster union guys on either side, and their whole job and like just to pull this curtain. <laughs> just to pull right? the curtain. Just, yep. That wow. is their, you know, and they're just like shooting the shit, talking about their lawn or whatever. And uh, <laughs> I just remember they got like they're not even acknowledging me really, and I'm, right, like, I'm right. so nervous, and I want to talk to them and to get some of my nervous, but they were like seeing a million, you know, I'm nothing to them. I'm like a prop, you know, and they pull that curtain and you walk out. And you know you're supposed to go to this mark, and you look to your right, and there's Conan O'Brien, and there's Andy Richter, you know. 
and it's so mind blowing. It's like that's Jesus. the first time you see them, and oh, you're on, wow. you know, but you're on, so you don't have time to. Really so process. other shows are different. Some of the other uh, night uh, night they hosts, yeah. yeah, come and and schmooze you before you go on. But the, these yeah, guys, I've yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, and I've seen that. And I, and then again, like if I had had some sort of relationship with Conan or something previously, maybe, sure, yeah, maybe yeah. he would come by and say hi. So but, so hmm. look, I I know this from my own son, but you are. Even if you're nervous, the moment you start doing your act, you're performing, and does it all melt away? Yeah, I would say I was I was the most nervous I've ever been before, but I would say the first laugh is what settles you down. So, uh, luckily, my first joke did well, but I got too settled down. I got so settled down <laughs> from that first big laugh, I kind of was like, "Oh, okay," and I like started, and then my mind wandered. And if you watch it, oh boy. You can actually see for like to me it felt like a million years. Yeah. But for a half a second there, I do not <laughs> know what second, I'm gonna yeah. say next. <laughs> I really don't. And I almost I turn over to Conan as if to be like, well, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> you know, like I, really, I really felt that. And then of course you just kind of the the repetition kicks in. And yes, you go, yes. Oh yes. yeah. No, I know what I'm supposed to say. You pump next. iron for a living. Only you you lift yep. jokes, so yep. you just gotta lift. Right. It. What right. do you remember? Right. What your first joke was? I was just gonna ask that. Uh, I do. Uh, it was oh, it was about a HGTV shows. Uh, do you guys like these? Do you want me to do it? I can do it. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you guys, do you guys watch HGTV? I you're, do. you're about the demographic, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're old. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm right there with you. I'm married, so you know we watch a lot of HGTV, and I love it, and she loves it. But I'm not sure why we love it so much because all these shows, you know, they're for homeowners. Every show on there. Is for like flip my house or buy me an island or whatever. It's all for rich people. Yeah. There's no shows for renters. I want to see a show. For, I want to see a show called Get My Security Deposit <laughs> for an HGTV show. You know? I love it. That was it. That see, was that? It still works. Yeah, How about that? Great bit. Right. That's yeah. awesome. I love that. Uh, and so the audience laughs, and then back then to you, you're just in a club doing your show again. Yeah, yeah, and then that's like you know the best sets are the ones where. You're you're playing to the in studio audience right, more right. than you're looking at any camera. Right. How far Which are you fairly from, young from there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fairly young people, you know. I would think. Say say that again. I'm sorry. I missed that young, young demo in the audience. You know, typical yeah, comedy I mean, club it's age. Like, yeah, it's very. Um, I think what you would expect from like kind of a comedy club, but the thing is, it's a lot of tourists. So it's not oh, like an right. L.A. Yeah. crowd. Yeah, At least that's the feeling I get. It's not really an L.A. crowd. It's kind of like people came to town and then they're like, well, what's one thing we could do? Oh, we could get... You we know, get free tickets to Conan. Tickets yeah, to Conan, that's, you know? I've done right. that myself. Yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, let's... So that's, uh, but enough about Conan. How about Andrew Slater? Uh, tell us yeah. a little bit about you. How old are you? Um, what's your social security number? And <laughs> <laughs> nice, Bob. <laughs> please fill out this form because we've been having trouble charging your credit card. No. Yeah, I've fallen for this. Game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am uh, 35 years old. I'll be 36 October 4th. Big birthday coming up. Mm. I live in uh, Portland, Oregon. Uh, so, you know, and now I tell people I live in Portland. It's so funny. Everyone's like, oh, are you, are you okay? 
Have you seen seen the violence in the streets? And it's like, I have not seen any. I feel ripped off. I've not seen any violence. I've not seen. You know what I see a lot of? Free little libraries. That's what we see a lot of. I can't go two blocks without seeing a free little library. Oh, the little free sharing libraries? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have those? You see those, right? I've seen. uh, No, not here where we live. But uh, the snow would cover up the mailbox. That's right. But I've seen Uh, them in, in. I've seen them in blue states. In Democrat-run yes, cities, <laughs> it's a very liberal, yeah. very liberal thing, which yeah. they're so funny because it's like, oh, great, oh, it's so nice, you know, you can get a free book at this free little library. If right. only there was like a big library <laughs> that had all the books for free. <laughs> but oh. uh, yes, I went to visit my son Keith in Santa Monica, and we're walking his neighborhood, and someone puts out this little. Looks like a giant birdhouse, only it's got a glass door and it's got free books in it. The idea is you're supposed to leave a free book and take one. Yeah. But yeah, that's the idea, but yeah. there's not an equitable it's not equitable. Because if you ever look in a free little library, they're crappy books. There's never any good ones in there. <laughs> yeah, they're junk. It's yeah. always one book worse. You know what I mean? So it starts yeah. out with maybe like I don't know, Hemingway, but then it works its way down to like a German English dictionary. Mm. By the time. It's, it's not, they're like yeah. already done Sudokus. These are not good books. It's okay, Dr. So Sells. Don't waste your time. So Andrew Slater, Andrew, do you, uh, are you married? Do you have a family uh, and travel with comedy yeah. or are you also a single 35 uh, year old like my son? No, I'm married, and uh, we uh, actually we we my wife and I are having a baby. Yeah, oh, we found out not oh, that long ago. Yeah, baby. that's wonderful. And she, yeah, it's I guess it's a pandemic baby. Although we weren't like going, you know, it wasn't like, uh, hey, the world's ending, let's uh, repopulate. <laughs> that wasn't the thought process, but yeah. we're very excited now, and sure. uh, and you know, looking forward to it. It's it's crazy. It's our our first, so you know, we're learning everything as we go kind sure of here. I, oh so so you have the you don't have the baby yet when is she due? no no she's due december 2nd and it's funny because you know we wanted all the you know like as the joke previously you probably find out i'm like a broke comic right so yeah we <laughs> wanted all the free stuff you know we wanted like you're supposed to register and get all these gifts but then the <laughs> pretense is that you have to have a party right. have people over and then oh, they yeah. you they bring gifts but we're not going to, obviously, it's COVID and my wife's pregnant, so we're not going to have a party and have people over the house. Well, can't you so, do a Zoom shot, shower and just put yeah, up Amazon links Zoom. for yeah. what she wants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so, well, it's so, so funny because we didn't want, even want to do the Zoom thing because we're like, that's lame, you know, and people are yeah. like looking in a box. It doesn't translate. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. So we basically just sent out cards saying, here's where we're registered. It was essentially a GoFundMe is what we came yeah. up with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Fund the baby. That's good, yeah. though. Uh, you're not going to have a gender reveal party and 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 well, shoot off a lot of fireworks, right. are you? Yeah. No, we're not going to have a gender reveal. It's a girl. I'll tell it right here. No yeah, one okay. got hurt. No one's hurting me telling you it's a girl. So right. we're very excited. Right. Andrew, uh, it's very nice to meet you. Yeah, we've. You know what though? We have met. Bob. When you might not remember, I did your show like a million years ago, back on the regular radio. Oh, no, Paleolithic area. Yeah. Has it been <laughs> yeah. that long since I, that? I had, was gainfully employed? Cl- close. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you were on the uh, show in Seattle? Yeah, I can't remember. I think uh, your son, Andrew, reminded me 
that it was for this he was booking like a Hooters gig or something. Oh, I remember <laughs> this now. You oh, probably yeah. so kindly had the comedians on plugging their Hooters casino appearance. Well, so here's what it was. Hooters opened up a casino in Seattle. Oh, great. And not? they thought they should have a comedy night. And the manager hit me up and said, do you know any comics? And I said, well, my son. And then they hired Andrew to book all the comics there. Ah. But it was one of those things where... It was an afterthought. It was not a real... Right. Co- and there's a lot of restaurants that do that. We'll have a comedy yep. night. We'll hire a comedian. And if he can talk over the noise of all those dishes... <laughs> He'll put bodies in the w- seats. And it was, yeah. from what I understand, it was a really awful place to work. But. Well, I'll tell you what my experience, if you want. Yeah. I His went, fingers, I went with this guy named And Owen she's Strong. your wife and you're having a baby. <laughs> 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 oh, Let the man finish, Bob. I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to interrupt. No, forgot. Go to heck all the cops. Yeah. No, but I, 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 I went with this guy named Owen Strong. We, uh, nobody was there. They didn't promote it very well. Right. Well, I tried. I promoted it on your show, but for whatever reason, they didn't have much of a crowd. They had no crowd. And so me and Owen are there, and we're like, hey, uh, you know, we're not – what are we doing here? We're going to cancel it? And they're like, yeah, let's just cancel it. And we go, okay, well, let's just settle up, when we, and we'll get out of here. And they're like, what do you mean settle up? We're like, well, you, you know – you got to pay us. Mm. We came. There's just no sh- like, well, we're not going to pay you not to do a show. And so we're like, well, we came, we're going to get paid. And so they made us do the show to no one. To nobody. Yes. Uh, I've heard this happen. Get paid. Nice. This has it's happened like- a number of times in my career as well. And I know that Andrew's done it. And this is 10 years ago, roughly, right? Yeah. 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 About that. Probably. So you were like 24, 25 year old comic and mm-hmm. you were showing up for maybe a hundred bucks. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. And you know what's funny is I I was there and they they had the game they had the Mariners game on, and so then they go around and they're like we're gonna start turning off the TVs. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, leave that on. I want to watch something while I do this. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be bored out of my mind. Wow, the early days. <laughs> I can do this in my sleep. But you paid some dues, I'll Andrew. Tell you I know mine does, but doesn't every comic, whether his name is Andrew or not, have this kind of story at the beginning of his career? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And we've, I mean. Uh, th- that's not even like the worst gig you know it's like you get so many of those you're just yeah. doing so many shows and mm. a lot of people are just gonna book you for stuff and then f- forget that they had a show or whatever you know like <laughs> it just happens and you just yeah. try to make the best of it but sometimes you do better than others that one there was just nobody i think and then the only people you can play to are those wait staff but they're pissed <laughs> off because they're stuck at work and they're not making any tips because nobody's there right. and they just want to go home. So it's right. just a mess. Yeah. So much for taking home a Hooters okay. girl. <laughs> uh, I yeah, had hoped yeah. for us to end on a on a happier note. So <laughs> <laughs> let's let's ask you about uh, working with the sports show with Norm McDonald. Did you uh, did you interact with him much? Yeah, you know what? He was so great, and he's he's like the smartest guy ever, you know? And he you is, know, yeah. he's one of those people you just know. He walks in, he's the smartest guy in the room. So you, yep. it is a little intimidating, but he was very down-to-earth and talked to everybody and very friendly. And uh, he, t- I'll tell you a quick story. So he had this sitcom. He, t- he told this story. It was so funny. He had this sitcom on Fox, and it didn't do very well. And the the producers were like, hey, you should have your famous friends on, Norm, because – then the you know we'll get good ratings. We'll have guest stars, and you know all these famous people from Saturday Night Live. Right. So we we can get them up. He's like, nah, nah, nah. I don't want to. I don't want to ask him. You know. And uh, finally, they one day he walks in, and they go, Hey, Norm, we got Eddie Murphy on the line. Eddie Murphy 
he's he's a big fan of yours you know you guys know each other and he wants to do the show so just tell him ask him to do the show and he's like oh my god really you have him so he talks him out on the phone and he's like hey man you know i heard you got this show uh i love if, if you say it's funny i'll do it and norm goes it's not funny. <laughs> so him. And so he doesn't do the show. <laughs> He's so That's honest. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. Andrew Slater, ladies and gentlemen, uh, how do they find you online? Uh, it, they have to be able to smell your spell your name, and it's it, I know it's very Christmassy, as as I could see. It's Andrew <laughs> Slay, and then Tur T E R. Right. That's a great way to put it. S L E I G H T E R. It's it's like the like you said, Christmassy. That's, yeah, but I remember that. That's you lost me about it. the fifth letter. So Andrew, on a one horse Slay. open sleigh, tur, tur, very nice, very nice to meet you, Andrew. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Andrew. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody. That's great. There he goes, Andrew Slater. All right. Whew. We're, ne- we're nearly out of time, folks. <laughs> I know. We're yeah. almost out of time, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else? Zip, you got any burning desires? No, I was just thinking about it. I don't know if I ever told you that story. We, uh, Drew and I did a promotion with Rich Little at this uh, <clears throat> Scottsdale Fashion Mall. They were opening up this new part of this mall. And they brought him in from Vegas and, you know, came in with a limo and paid him a ton of money and mm-hmm. and they did the promotion in the construction area where no one was allowed in oh. there was like crime scene tape cutting off this whole <laughs> wing and, and he's going what the fuck are we doing here what yeah. and the, it was just a complete disaster so it happens to anybody all right ed you have a depressing experience to remember <laughs> well I, I i you know normally i keep some some ones stashed up in the visor like in the mirror the uh, sunglass holder <clears throat> and i came i have not had cash in my my wallet for like a week i've just been putting off going to the bank and this poor homeless guy's who, guy who I, i've spiffed before i rolled down my window i said dude I, i'm sorry i just don't have any cash right now he wouldn't even look me in the eye. He ghosted oh. me so hard that I felt oh, like, man. and I just stared at him. I stared at him. He would not make eye contact. So I, I'm, I was just weirded out by it, and I, I didn't know whether to, to feel guilty or offended. Mm. Very strange moment. That's all I got. You grin and bear it. <laughs> well, I, I guess I was just weirded out. I was like, wow. I, I, I've not walked in his shoes. So I don't know what he, what he thinks yeah. about me. He's like, you're lying. You're a liar. You're a liar. You have money. You don't want to give me any. He's probably what he's thinking. But I really didn't have a, a single dollar on me. And uh, that's kind of the theme of this show. <laughs> not getting any money. You get what you pay for. If yeah. it seems too good to be true. Yeah. <laughs> My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Sing all over the world I sold millions of albums And then party for free When I was touring I had so many girls They'd throw panties on stage And flash their hooters at me And though some things Have surely changed Since 72 And though there's not As many fans at my show It don't bother me I'm just a singer In a holiday inn Okay, now, here's a little number we used to do when we were out on the road with the big band. Maybe you remember this one. 
I used to wander on the face of this earth Meeting so many people who would try to be free Hey, but now I'm here every Tuesday through Sunday night Two shows nightly, meeting all you nice people, yeah And now he's found the key And if you want the winds of change to blow about you Then hey, you better tip your waitresses, you know what I'm saying to you? I think you do Don't tell me He's just a singer in a holiday inn Yeah! a big hand for Charlie at guitar. He's working overtime for you. And my lovely wife Candy on background vocals. This is sweetheart. All right. We want to thank you. We're here again every Tuesday through Sunday, two shows nightly. We are the Moody Two.